Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Should the Dodgers trade for Emmanuel Class A and Cy Young winning pitcher Shane Bieber? That's coming up next here on Dodgers Dugout. It's time for Dodger Care how many times this team rips my heart out, I'll never stop loving the Los Angeles Dodgers. Think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here, credential member of Dodgers Media. You can follow me on the X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet, you guys want to give me a Christmas present, do me a favor and subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and hit that like button for the number one Dodgers YouTube channel in the game. And it's all thanks to you guys. Now, as always, I want your takes down below in the comment section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. Do you want to see the Dodgers trade for Cleveland Guardians reliever Emmanuel Classe? Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. This has been a master class of an offseason by Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers. They signed the best player available in Shohei Otani. They signed the top free agent pitcher available in Yoshinobu Yamamoto. They traded for the best pitcher available in Tyler Glass now. When you look at overall stuff, they add an extension on that. You bring back a Jason Hayward. You bring back a Joe Kelly. And guess what? For all the moves they've made, they're not done. The words the great Kobe Bryant, job not finished. Because you still have to add another right-handed bat that plays in the outfield. And then two, could you bolster this rotation a little more? Maybe add some innings eaters towards the back end. you got guys like Lucas Giolito still out there. Will you find maybe a Tyler Anderson type on a one-year deal like we saw success with the other couple of seasons ago and then also do you try to bolster this bullpen do you try to add a true closer do you try to add another high leverage guy well we've heard the Dodgers mentioned with Josh Hader now could they get Josh Hader they get anyone right there is no salary cap in Major League Baseball it's a soft cap right and yes it would take them over the Cohen tax I'm not saying it's likely or anything like that but be warned the ones who pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is, you may create drink envy. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
if he's unable to get that hundred plus million dollar contract that he's after and he falls into the Dodgers lap on a contract that's a lot lesser than that anything is possible that's when the Dodgers get opportunistic that's when you see the Freddie Freeman types of signings where they're patient to the very end and they say okay come here for a year come here for two years maybe they find a way to do that but how about Emmanuel Classe of the Cleveland Guardians now the Athletics Jim Bowden he said a few days ago the Dodgers are pedal to the metal it's not going to stop he mentioned Emmanuel Classe as a possible trade target for LA and if you look at Classe he's someone who absolutely helped this team in a lot of different ways right he has lights out stuff he's got that filthy cutter that's one of the best in the game over 98 miles per hour he induces soft contact and misses barrels at an elite level if you saw the strikeout rate it definitely dropped last season in the 33rd percentile now a little over 21 percent but that's not what he needs to do to be effective. He can still get that chase. Now, if you look at Classe's numbers last season, the ERA did go from 136 in 22 to 322 in 23. The expected ERA 197 to 306. The FIP 198 to 291. Expected FIP 218 to 345. So he wasn't as great last season as he was in 2022. But he's still young. The stuff is still there. The strikeout rate dropping from 28.4% to 21.2% is the number you also look at. The walk rate went up a little bit, and that's definitely one of his strengths. Is This is a guy who has pristine command. He does not walk a lot of hitters. But I still think the potential is there to be lights out, and I think that he can absolutely help this team in a lot of different ways. And if the Guardians would be willing to deal him to the Dodgers, the move I seriously would consider making. There's no doubt about it. And also, he's under a very favorable contract. He signed that five-year, $20 million deal. They bought out some of those arbitration years. He's due to make $13 million through 2026. He has a $10 million club option for 27 and 28, and he's still young. He'll be 26 years old on opening day in 2024. So the big question now is, look, at some point, they're going to have to part ways with some of these top prospects that don't have a role in this organization. And I'm looking at guys like Michael Bush. Michael Bush you're not going to throw him in left field as a lefty and give him extended run there. Maybe if they end up keeping him, that's where he could play. But if you look around this diamond, you got Mookie Betts as your everyday second baseman. Gavin Lux, Miguel Rojas. By the way, John Boy Media. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. In a roaring stadium... Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Talking Jake, he posted something about the Domus and the Dodgers, and Miguel Rojas said, We're good, something like that. So that tells you that Miguel Rojas still feels like he's going to be a guy that, if Gavin Lux is unable to get it done, which I think he will. 
he provides solid depth at that position. So shortstop position, you look at the third base position, not a lot of movement there. Max Muncie, they brought him back on a little multi-year contract, right? He's going to be back. So look, the reality is just not a lot of opportunities for Michael Bush to get playing time. And you also got guys out there that they could trade like a Diego Cartaya if you want to go bigger and try to add a left-handed starter like a Luzardo you, to add a bat like a, a Rosarena in a dream world. I'm dropping a whole video on right-handed bat trade options, so look for that earlier the next week and what they could do there. But basically, when you look at the 40-man, when you look at the prospect capital and the fact that there's not a lot of ways for their top prospects that are getting opportunities to increase their value, well, guess what? They have maxed out. And if Classe could get dealt to a team and Jeff Passan said earlier this month that they were going to listen to offers the Guardians are always a team that's looking to trade guys earlier than later and Classe is a great fit for this Dodgers bullpen because he's one of the true elite elite relievers in the game he's on a great contract he's someone that would absolutely take on that role in the biggest way possible, and then you would take the quality in this bullpen and you would slide it back, right? You would have guys like Evan Phillips, who doesn't feel like a true closer to me, right? He definitely has swing and miss stuff, but it's a lot of cutter where you're trying to get soft contact, and he's got the sweeper. You can get big strikeouts, but Evan Phillips wasn't at his best last season. If you look at his numbers last year, still really good, but they weren't as good as they were the year prior. And the year prior, he was your fireman. He was your high-leverage guy that you threw out there in big-time situations, facing the meat of the lineup, facing the best hitters in the lineup. And sometimes you're going to need him in situations that aren't the ninth inning, right? The seventh, the eighth. And then you set that up for the ninth inning. And you've got guys like Bruce Dark Gratterall, J.P. Fireisen is returning next season. You've got Joe Kelly back, who he's throwing harder than he ever has in his career. He was lights out when he wasn't injured last season. So I think that Class A is a move where if I have to cash in my chips, right? I've already got Yoshinobu Yamamoto, right? That was the big coup. We thought there was a good chance they would sign Yoshinobu Yamamoto, but it wasn't the lock, right? And a lot of the buzz was about the Yankees. A lot of the insiders talked about the Yankees last couple weeks. But the Dodgers, they're the new Yankees when it comes to they get their guy. That's what allows the Dodgers now because they were able to just use money, right? And commit over $400 million essentially, right, to a starting pitcher. They didn't have to part ways with some of this trade capital. And yes, you still have the prospect capital to go after a Corbin Burns and a Dylan Cease and a Luzardo. I wouldn't rule that out completely. I mean, even Shane Bieber in this deal you could get, right, for Classe and Shane Bieber. I don't think that Jose Ramirez is on the table. That'd be a dream scenario, right? That's like you're playing a fancy football, a fancy baseball league, and there's just one player in it, right? You have an all-star at every single position. But I do think that Class A is a move for the right price that I think I would strongly consider. And I would like this move over having to give Josh Hader a big deal if they want to go that route or really kind of save some of that prospect capital for an in-season trade. Because, look, injuries are inevitable. We don't know how all these guys are going to work out necessarily. So not completely unloading all your prospects during the offseason season 
could help you potentially, but at the end of the day, like I said, the guys like Michael Bush are not going to increase their value any more than already is. In fact, the value could get lower because he's getting older. He's 26 years old, right? And I think that they need to find a way to package some of these prospects to take advantage. And like I said, Otani's sitting there. He's saying, hey, I saved you guys a lot of money. I trust you with the prospects and the player development, but we're trying to win in year one. And Classe absolutely would help the Dodgers do that. And then we got a little update today now. MLB Insider at one MLB Insider. He tweet out sources. The Guardians and Dodgers are working on a trade that would send Shane Bieber and Emmanuel Classe to Los Angeles. Not done yet. Now, first of all, this is not a Jeff Patson or a Ken Rosenthal or anyone that it's an established insider. But just for funsies, exploring the idea of Shane Bieber is definitely an interesting one because, one, he's under team control for 2024, and that's it. He has expressed interest in possibly signing an extension with a team that would trade him. So let's not look at this as, okay, this is someone who knows something. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But as far as last week, Jim Bowden talking about Emmanuel Claus saying, look, the reality is, the Guardians and the Dodgers, they're natural trade partners. The Dodgers absolutely need to trade off some chips, namely Michael Bush for starters. If they want to call the Guardians to get a deal done for some of their players, it's definitely a possible option. There's definitely potential there for a deal. Now, as far as Classe, we talked about him. He absolutely would be a major boon, a major coup for this Dodgers bullpen. I would absolutely sign up on that. But the idea of Shane Bieber definitely makes some sense. For starters, one would come a lot cheaper than Dylan Cease, would come a lot cheaper than Corbin Burns. Also, you package it with a Class A, and that's what this Dodgers team has liked to do in recent years. You saw with Tyler Glasnow. Yes, I call him the Glasnow tax, Emmanuel Margot, but you saw two players included in that deal. You've seen Max Scherzer and Trey Turner included in the same deal. You saw Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly included in the same deal. This team, they like to get banged for their buck. They like to get value in. Oftentimes, we see multiple players included in in the same deal when they find a way to get some action, to have some activity. And Shane Bieber is someone who, like I said, he's under team control for 2024. He's expected to make around $12 million in arbitration in 2024. And last season, he wasn't healthy, right? He definitely had some injury issues. He had some elbow inflammation. And that doesn't necessarily mean that, okay, it's a precursor to a more serious injury. Sometimes you can treat that and deal with it and take advantage of one of the better pitchers in Major League Baseball over the last five or six seasons. And when Shane Bieber is right, he's absolutely one of the best pitchers in the game as far as a guy who is easily in the top 10 to 20, no matter how you slice it. Now, I don't think he's going to be the 2020 Shane Bieber again, where he had a 262 ERA, a 207 FIP, a 204 expected FIP, a 163 ERA, a 14.2 strikeout per nine. That guy isn't walking through that door, right? Just to give you an idea, at his peak, of course, 2020, yes, it was a shortened season, but he had a 41.1% strikeout rate. Even the following season in a full 162 game season in a 33.1% strikeout rate last season that number was below league average was at 20.1% so it went from 33.1% strikeout rate to 20.1% 
percent. Then you look at opponent's batting average, still 250 at its peak was at 167. Year following that was at 228, but still. I think when you look at his body of work, I think you consider the health. I can think you consider that that Guardians team towards the end of last season, they just weren't at a great place. And I think that Bieber would absolutely be re-energized joining this Dodgers team that is going to be the team in Major League Baseball. Imagine having Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber, a Cy Young winning pitcher. As someone who's not even your number one or number two and possibly not even your number three or number four in your rotation. I mean, that is an embarrassment of pitches for what I'm calling the murderer's rotation next season. But I definitely think you can get a Shane Bieber that can eat innings for this team. And they absolutely need that when you consider the fact that Yoshinobu Yamamoto is still going to be transitioning to pitching on an MLB schedule. Is he going to stay on the Japanese schedule? That's possible. You have Bobby Miller, a guy who is still testing his limits as far as young pitch emerging. You have a Walker Bueller who's going to be on an innings limit, a little bit of a pitch count coming off his second major elbow surgery. Then, of course, you've got a... Tyler Glass now, who the most innings he's pitched in a season is 120. The most starts he's made in a season is 21. You also have a handful of young Dodgers pitchers, the Gavin Stones, the Emmett Sheehan, Michael Grove, Landon Knack could get his opportunity this year, and I anticipate that he will. Shane Bieber, someone who just two years ago in 22, he pitched 200 innings. That's extremely rare in this day and age. He had a 288 ERA with a 351 expected ERA, a 287 FIP, and a 298 expected FIP. Now, last season, even though it was a down year for Bieber, he still pitched 128 innings, had a 380 ERA, which was sub four. Yes, the expected numbers aren't great. A 477 expected ERA, a 387 FIP, a 396 expected FIP. But still, if you could get that kind of production with someone that you're not going to have to part ways with, the top prospects that you don't want to part ways with, and you're able to get an Emmanuel Classe who's under multiple years of team control, then you start to see how a deal like this could make sense for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Because, look, the reality is that they do need one more pitcher. I know it sounds kind of wild to think that you add two aces in Glasnow and Yoshinobu Yamamoto and still need another pitcher, considering the fact you have Bobby Miller, you have Walker Buehler back in the fold. You still need another guy to provide some depth. And Shane Bieber... Someone who is from UCSB, right? A gaucho coming back to Southern California, coming back to the West Coast where you could absolutely get that career back on track, back to being a top 10 to 15, 20 pitcher once again, set himself up nicely for a nice contract there in free agency. I like the idea because what are the other options? You go out there and try to sign a Lucas Giolito on a two-year deal over $40 million with an opt-out after one. Yeah, Giolito definitely has some upside. It makes sense. But the arbitration number for Bieber, the ex- expectation is around $12 million. And you look at, like I said, they have to part ways some of these prospects to clear some space off that 40-man roster. And like I said, I think this is a deal that if it's on the table, let's just say forget the tweet by the MLB insider. Who knows if that's fact or fiction, but just let's say the idea of that in general. We've talked about Bieber on the show quite a 
few times, even in the last couple of months here as an option. And I definitely had him behind a Cease or a Burns or even a Jesus Luzardo or Glasnow. But still, look, the reality is he's still young. He's still under 30. And like I said, he's someone that's had a long track record of success from 2020 to 2022. You're looking at a guy who has a sub three ERA, someone who definitely when he's on, he doesn't walk a ton of batters. He gets a lot of ground balls. His slider has always been one of the best in the game when he's on. And really, you could look at last season and say, was it the injuries? And if the Dodgers think they can get him fully healthy once again, makes a ton of sense at the right price. So count me in as someone who's on board with the idea of bringing Shane Bieber into LA at the right price. You pair him with Emmanuel Classe. There's been a rumor that they're still interested in Teoscar Hernandez. So that clearly tells you they still want to add a right-handed bat with some pop that you could throw in the outfield. So look, Adding pitching is never easy, and the Dodgers have found a way to do it this season through free agency and through the trade market. But right now, like I said with Michael Bush and some of these other guys, there's not a lot of ways to increase their trade values because there's not a lot of opportunities for them to get extended playing time. The plate appearances that you need to really show teams out there, okay, this is a dude. This is a guy you can throw in the top of your lineup. And also, too, there's a world where that hurts their trade value, right? Because statistics will tell you that most of these guys at the prospect level aren't going to turn into superstars or even everyday players. So at the end of the day, it's a gamble for teams. And you develop these prospects not only to help your team as far as developing contributors, but trading in for trade chips. So we'll do a deeper deep dive on Shane Bieber and Class A tomorrow on Dodgers Dugout Live, but just got back from a little Christmas vacay up at my mom's up in Northern California. Just got home and I had to get right on and get something out on this. And I'm excited because, look, it's so exciting to be a Dodger fan. You signed Otani, you got Yoshinobu Yamamoto, and they're still not done yet. We're putting the final pieces to the puzzle right there, putting the cherry on top, the icing on the cake, and you just love to see it. So hopefully we get some activity this week, but we'll keep you updated every step of the way. But that's going to do it for this episode of Dodgers Dugout. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on the X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, do me a huge favor. Give me the gift of subscribing. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. If you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out.